Let's welcome by Wardman Wayne, as mentioned before the news. Uh, he is in Colombia, of all places, for a wedding that's coming up. Uh, but for now, he joins us to chat the Subiaco Football Club and how the pre-season is progressing. Bo, hello to you. Uh, good morning, uh, Jacob and Wayne, from uh, an e- evening in Colombia. Yeah, I think uh, there's a 13-hour time difference, so it's about quarter past seven in the evening your time. Thanks for, for joining us. Um, the pre-season, how's it going for Subi with uh, the disappointment, as I mentioned off the top, of, of missing the finals last year? Yeah, no, I, th- I mean, probably like most teams, we think we're in a, uh, in a reasonable position. Um, Matt Lester's come on as our new strength and conditioning uh, coach this year after Michael Dobbins... Um, chosen to focus a bit more time with his, his work at WACE and um, Matt's been really professional and probably given a, a real uplift to the, the playing group in our fitness uh, and, and strength. We sort of recognised with a bit of a, a list transition that uh, some of our guys needed to get a little bit stronger um, and that's been a real focus for our group uh, over the pre, pre-season um, and certainly after a, a pretty thorough review um, we sort of understood where, where some deficiencies were last year um, but I think well documented the, the pleasing side and, and we're looking to take a step with a number of guys that were able to, to debut and, and play some more regular games at league footy and, and we hope that those guys continue to take the, a step forward um, and we'll continue to carry our group um, into the new era I suppose But we'll talk footy in a minute my part, well, what the hell are you doing in Colombia and what's it like? I mean can you walk the streets or what? It, it's a, it sounds amazing <laughs> to me yeah, well, uh, 37 hours to get here on uh, on Friday and got in uh, early Saturday morning, I think it was. I sort of lose track of time, but I've uh, got a mate who I've known for for 21 years is getting married. Um, he's based in, in London, but uh, Andre is from, from Colombia. So uh, when he asked me to be part of the, uh, the groom's party and uh, attend the wedding and... Um, we sort of uh, took the opportunity, so had a chat with the club and um, cleared it up to, to miss... Uh, three or four sessions um, and sort of prioritise this. So hopefully it's a, a good break for me away from the players. They get a little bit of uh, respite and a bit of a refresh coming back. But uh, when you see the uh, the army with uh, machine guns on, on street corners, uh, it's, it's an interesting place to be, but uh, fe- feeling re- reasonably safe at the moment. So. Well, it should be uh, an enjoyable week with uh, a good reason to be there for a wedding. Uh, Bo, as far as adding to your squad, uh, you've brought back Zach Clark into the, the fold after a couple of years there in, in Melbourne, time with Essendon as well, a premiership player with your club. And I know as much as his on-field role, he's there to help mentor some of the young rucks that you've got. So I guess it's a bit of a two-fold, similar to what Souths have got with Brock Higgins. Yeah, no doubt. We've we sort of uh, we, with Della's retirement, albeit that he's been down at training probably more uh, this preseason than what he was last preseason. Um, Bryce McDonald, Oscar Matthews, Jake South. Uh, we've also got a young kid from Esperance, Jake, Jacob Wagnetto, who's 204 centimetres, who uh, looks a, a really likely prospect. We we sort of recognise that those guys are probably um, need, need some support um, and assistance. From a mentoring point of view, uh, most of our coaching staff are under uh, five foot ten, so we, we can't probably uh, lean, lean on that. So to, to get Zach Clark back, um, he's a premiership player with it with our club. He's really enthusiastic about um, developing his coaching and the growth with the players, um, but also wants to, I suppose, continue to play at the highest level that that he can. It was disappointing that he couldn't continue after. Um, getting drafted and returned to our club after going to Essendon. Um, so when the opportunity arose this year to, to get him back and, and he's, he's been all in with the with the group, which has been really important. He can come back and run a 6.42k, so his fitness hasn't been um, 
a, a question mark. So he'll he'll be able to lead our our ruck duties. Um, probably give our mids a bit more service than, than maybe what Della was. He was able to give us some certainly some different attributes around the ground, which were beneficial. But for Zach to to aid our midfield, but also develop some of these young young guys uh, for the next 12 to 18 months is going to be uh, really beneficial for us. All right, you mentioned your five foot ten coaching staff. Have there been any changes? Yeah, we, we're really fortunate to, to bring on Cara Antonio. Um, Juddie, is, as we call her, after her time at uh, Fremantle ended, she spent a little bit of time with us um, last season, assisting Nigel Hamilton with the, the midfield and wanted to really grow her coaching. Um, she was able to coach the, the forwards at, at Fremantle and um, saw an opportunity just to, to get into a completely different program um, work, work with the men's side of it, uh, recognised the, the growth um, that she could get from from our club um, in that space, and so we're we're really fortunate to have someone of her caliber and experience. Uh, she's a school teacher. She's a level three coach um, that comes in with a, a wealth of experience and, and great game knowledge. And the rapport that she's been able to build with with the playing group so far has uh, been exceptional. And Chase Creedy's also come up. So he's a premiership coach with our with our Colts. Um, been in that program. I was coach coached with Chase in 2018 in that program and he's coached the Colts in his own right for the last four years and um, similar to Carr as a level three coach, uh, really ambitious um, and, and understands the game really well. So we think we're in a, in a really strong spot with, with those two coaches, highly credentialed, coming into our um, senior program this year and uh, I think the players have uh, t- taken on board the, the feedback and the advice that they've been able to share thus far. Bo, um, you've added a couple of uh, former Lions back to your ranks, Taj Schofield and Kyron Hayden. Uh, Taj never really got a look in at Port Adelaide, unfortunately, and Kyron only played a handful of games in a, an injury-riddled time at North Melbourne. Kyron's quite strongly built. Could he play midfield for you? He sort of spent most of his time in the AFL as a backman. Would he play midfield in your best team? Yeah, that's that's sort of been our discussion with him. Um, he's a, He's a big lump of a lad some of the uh, the tackles in our match match practice and uh, small sided games you, you feel for some of his teammates but uh, he's there's no holding back um, we sort of envisage that he'll he'll play through the midfield um, we do have that flexibility to to roll him roll him back if if we need to and he's sort of expressed that that desire um, to get some, some more midfield time and and expose uh, the attributes as you mentioned he probably had a a tough time of it at AFL level, rupturing an Achilles and a couple of hamstring injuries. Um, probably didn't see the best of him, and, and hopefully if he can put some really good form together at, at waffle level, no doubt he's uh, more than capable of that, that he, he may get another opportunity at uh, at the AFL level over the next um, year or two. And Taj, similarly, as you, as you mentioned, um, unfortunate probably in a in a really strong Port Adelaide team over the last couple of years not to get that opportunity but I think the, the way that he's approached his pre-season is um, super professional he knows what he, he needs to do to to get back to that level and um, we, we've been really working closely with him on that and um, he'll be able to provide that really strong option through the midfield and and forward probably that uh, Brandon Matera's left uh, that void. But Subi's always people say oh they'll always just go out and yeah, recruit people and all that sort of stuff. But one of the things the club has done over the last few years is really um, develop the Colts and 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 the d- the depth in the club. And of course, with the reserves winning last year, I mean, it must be a, a exciting time for some of these young kids that are coming through and and seeing their development. Oh, no doubt. And I think that 
certainly with with Jared and myself coming in at the Colts, and that was something that the, the club had sort of directed back way back in 2018. And I think in in every year since 2017, the clubs um, won a premiership in one grade or another. That's that speaks volumes, I suppose, to our whole of club model um, and the program that you speak about. Um, to try and develop the kids that are that are coming through. I think we debuted 18 players uh, in our league side last year, so there's certainly opportunity for guys, and, and we really encourage them to, to push each other and work hard. We've seen that with a number of the Colts coming up. Um, Rory Murison and, and Zach Sadowski, who's a, a key position back, have had, had really strong pre-seasons to date, and we'll be looking to, to play consistent league footy. and. I think just having the, the success that they did at the back end of last year, coming from fourth to, to win the, the flag, they're playing in finals games or akin to, to playing a league game. So that, that experience will um, be, be great for those young kids coming through. And um, we want to really create a winning mentality and, and guys that want to compete all the time, whether it's at, at training or on, um, in the gym or on, on match day, we want guys that are really prepared to compete and battle hard against each other and against the opposition. Bo Wardman's with us, Subiaco coach, as the pre-season continues for the Lions. Uh, Colton Tholstrup, a lot of excitement around this young man. I think he's been training over the summer with West Coast and he's identified as a top-round talent in this year's draft. He's Colts eligible. Will you look at exposing him to league football this year? Is he good enough, do you think, from what you've seen, to play league football for Subiaco? Yeah, he's, he's been training uh, with, with the league side. Obviously, he's had a couple of commitments, as you mentioned, with the, the AFL as part of the, the AFL Academy and the, the State Academy. So he's probably had a little bit of an interrupted um, first eight, eight to ten weeks of the pre-season. But what he's been able to do at, at league training over the probably the last month where he's been able to consolidate, that's been really impressive. He's really diligent, hard-working um, young kid. He's certainly very extroverted. Uh, it's been well reported in the media, but when, when he's at training, he's um, certainly lapping up a lot of the, the feedback. Ben Sokol and, and Ryan Borchett have been um, really good mentors for him in that forward line, and, and we think he can add a, a fair bit of value for, for our league side going forward, and we want to give guys, when, when they earn the opportunity, um, exposure to that level. He will certainly have some commitments uh, tra- travelling with the AFL Academy I think early in the year and, and some state footy so uh, I think for us and, and my message to him has been really just to try and simplify it make sure that he enjoys playing his footy this year because there'll certainly be a, a circus of, of people around him that'll, that'll try and um, ha- have some influence so we just want to try and provide a little bit of stability when he comes um, to Serbia and trains that um, he can, he can, I suppose, just focus on one thing and, and really enjoy his football. And if the opportunity comes to play a league game, that's great. If he plays ten or twelve and helps us to to play in finals this year, then uh, that'll be a great catalyst for him as well. Going um, hopefully for for higher honours in the future. But to finish, the desire and the hunger of some of your more experienced guys. You've had such a successful era in Subiaco football. Guys like Lee and and Ben, you mentioned before and maybe a few others who are still playing from that golden era. How do you see their their intensity and their effort and their hunger to to try and take this team back to finals and back to glory? Yeah, I think this this pre-season is probably similar. Um, Having missed out in the the COVID year after 2020, you could see a real resolve and and desire within the the playing group, how, how they sort of returned and... Uh, that level of commitment, you can, and you still see that. And I think the the waffle levels di- different to an AFL, where you can probably just hang on at the back end of an AFL career, and and you claim your your three or four hundred thousand dollar paycheck, and 
um, you may or may not get selected to commit to a waffle season uh, is a big commitment and a decision I suppose you can't take too lightly uh, come October, November when you're deciding whether to go around again and, and once you do make that commitment that, that you're all in and I think the, those guys in their, their training has reflected that um, Aaron Hill's come back and, and really put put all before him um, Ryan Borchett and, and Drew Road have, have really stepped up and, and that was reflective in our Player, player voting and, and those guys have been included as uh, vice captains in our leadership group and I think they're, they're the guys that are going to help us but our, our real growth is going to come from the players underneath that, the, the Liam Hickmont, Will Hickmont, uh, Geordie Ferrone, the Noah Ash guys that have played um, 10, 10 to 30 games of, of league footy now that um, we really want to, to step up and, and carry the group forward. Will Lee captain the team again this year? Yeah, he will, and uh, it was certainly unanimous with the the playing group and the and the coaching staff. Um, I think we voted a couple of weeks ago, and that was endorsed last week. So we made made the announcement. Um, it'll be his fifth, going into his fifth year as, as captain of of Subiaco, and I think he's been the the state captain a couple of times in there as well. So he's certainly highly credentialed, well respected amongst uh, our playing group, um, and certainly leaves from the front on and off the field. Like a fine wine, or in his case, a fine coffee, getting better with age. Lee Kitchen. Uh, Bo, thanks for your time this morning, or this evening for you in uh, in Colombia. Uh, you are the first Sport FM guest to join us from that part of the world, so thanks for taking our call. Stay safe over there, and we'll chat again when you arrive back in the West. No worries. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bo Wardman joining us here this morning, this evening for him in Colombia.